Welcome, welcome to the English podcast with Tommy from learnenglishwithtommy.com. Hi there. Before we start this week's episode, I've got a question for you. Would you like to improve your English on the go with weekly grammar exercises, a WhatsApp group chat, and podcast transcripts from this podcast? If the answer to all of these questions is yes, 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 then go to www.tommybradfordsenglishschool.com forward slash English to go for more details. And now, let's listen to this week's episode. Yes, welcome, welcome to the English Podcast with Tommy. You know who I am by now, but I'll introduce myself anyway to any new listeners. Welcome, welcome. I'm Tommy from the English Podcast with said Tommy. Today, I have a woman who is famous. Probably famous in her country and famous in the city that she comes from for being able to cross her country from north to south and east to west in less than 24 hours. I'd like to welcome on her English podcast with Tommy episode debut, Noren Rodriguez. Hello, Tommy. Thank you. I mean, did you did you hear that? The whole of Panama just went crazy in the background. I mean, I, could, I, swore, I, I swore I could hear... Panama from here in Germany going completely bonkers. They're off. The, you know, they the first person from Panama to make it onto this podcast. You are like a legend in that legend for your country. Oh wow! <laughs> I feel so. I feel very happy to be there. More than happy, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> to be here and honored also to 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 be part of this podcast. Yeah. You know, it's always nice. We like here on the English podcast with Tommy. We we talk about inclusion, we talk about diversity, we talk about integration. Three key words in the English as a you know in EFL ESL industry that don't get thrown around quite as nicely as they should do. And you know, you are the first person here from Central America as well. You're the first person from Panama, which. For anyone who doesn't know where Panama is on the map, it's lodged between... Which countries are you lodged between? Between Costa Rica and Colombia. Exactly. You know, so the uh, the druggies in Colombia and the the gringo, the gringuitos, Puerto Rico. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there are going to be people who look from Puerto Rico now who are going to be like, oh, damn it, he's just called us a gringo. Well, you know, no disrespect to you guys, but you have sort of got like a little relationship going off there with the Americans and the Colombians. Well, you know, let's not talk about Pablo Escobar here because that's not exactly what we're here to talk about. But we're here to talk about a self-help book. Just a quick one here because we've been here before. I've been here before with self-help at least. But what does it mean if I have a self-help book what can I get what do I get out of this well for me a self-help book it's uh, a book that just by reading it it can help you improve a part of your life it could be professional economic um, emotional mindset we have we have a variety of self-help books. <laughs> You've decided to go down the financial route, from what I understood. 
Yes, exactly. Exactly. Tell me, what is the book, what is the name of the book that you picked out? The book is called The Total Money Makeover. The Total Money Makeover. Okay. So if I think if those words sort of those words just put together, total money makeover, that means they're going to help you in a financial way. They're going to help you in a they're going to help you change your life around financially, economically. Why would yes. an, why would an English learner want to listen? Why would an English learner want to read a financial self help book? Not that I'm trying to pick holes in your podcast entry here. You know, I'm just interested to find out how how you got to the bottom of this. Yes, and actually, the book, the idea of reading that book, came from my speaking club. My students from speaking club um, chose chose that book in one of uh, our sessions and find the financial uh, area it's important to all of us hmm. you know if you don't have this financial education it doesn't matter how much you make uh, you're always going to be you're always going to be in troubles hmm. if you don't have a good financial education uh, that's on one side the other side is not so easy to find uh, materials or to talk about finance in other, let's say, ELS um, materials, mm. books, etc. So uh, when they suggested this book, I read it myself, and I found that the vocabulary, the way that it's uh, written, it's not so advanced, you know, it's not this rocket science uh, vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for example, anyone who is in the intermediate level could go through it, learn how to talk about their finance, and learn a, a bunch of um, idiomatic expressions as well yeah. related to, to the finance. So, definitely, it was a book that in the speaking club students love it mm. really. so what we have here is a book which is to do with talking about your finances me coming from the uk when we talk about finance we don't we don't do it with strangers you know we don't talk about it with strangers we don't talk about it with uh, people we don't know it's more of something it's more something that we keep keep to ourselves or maybe we only talk about it with close friends or very you know even even close friends will not hear about your finances it has to be a very tight circle of people usually it would be your your family you know in a very tight circle of good friends i'm sort of a little skeptical as a brit talking about my finances with anyone you know i don't like to tell i don't like to tell people that you know i am in i have this and i have that so I'm a little skeptical, but I'm. But if I read this book, as a as a language learner, as an English language learner, you say that I'll be able to pick up some idiomatic expressions, be able to talk about my finances. Have you got any examples that you can put out of the book, or that you may have sort of prepared for us? Yes, for example, uh, the book, even though. It's for the finance uh, or the financial area. Yeah. The book uh, 
makes it in a way that you would understand, uh, for example, um, how to prepare a budget, the, if you're making a budget, how you're going to align that. Also, if by any chance you need to work in a place where you are able to, to or you need to know some finance, finance uh, terminology, at least you know what is an asset, what is a liability, you know, and you you it gives you like a I will say not only basic accounting um, terminology yeah. or also procedures, yeah. but and like you said, nobody likes to talk about their finance. <laughs> Strangers, <Yeah. laughs> that is not only pray. That is, I think everybody's it's general yeah. however the examples that they give of people uh that their testimonies is interesting because you're reading this and someone might be saying huh this sounds like my situation <laughs> let's see what they did to get out of that um rat race yeah. that is one of the terms that they use um and so on no and obviously with the advices that the author uh provides as well it's um very very useful okay and um, let me just rewind there there was a, there are a couple of words even as a native that i wasn't actually i'm not sure of myself what an asset is and what a liability is if someone says what is a liability the first thing that comes to mind is um, a, foot, a soccer player who doesn't, who can't play soccer properly. You know, I'm saying soccer because there are going to be people who speak American English. Um, me from the UK, we say football, but if I say football to people who come from, uh, you know, who speak American English or would like mm -hmm. to learn American English, they'll think of American football, which I have nothing to do with. You know, we in the UK, we think American football is a load of rubbish, but you know, that's a completely different story. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, if someone said to me the words asset and liability, I would be like, yeah, I might have to look up in a dictionary what these two words mean, apart from, you know, the obvious liability in terms of a person can be a liability. But I guess mm -hmm. in the financial sector, it's not, people are not being, people are not being talked about as liabilities, but perhaps a, a financial adventure or financial venture that you're going into could be a could be seen as a liability am i right with this right exactly Liab in finance a liability it's everything that takes away money from you like uh, a, like, a like a soccer player basically like a soccer um, player exactly correct <laughs> okay yeah so, so any anyone or anything that takes money away from me as a positive mm -hmm. income, there's another word there, income, um, which I'll ask you about in a minute, is seen as a liability. Right. Okay, so then I guess, that I'm just asking you these questions as uh, pretending that I would, be a nat I would be a learner here rather than a native speaker talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> An asset then in that case would be something that gives you money. Exactly. Okay. What does the word income mean? Income means 
simply a flow of money, a cash flow that comes to you. Now, in a regular way, it could be your salary, it could be like if you're an independent person, entrepreneur, I mean, whatever money comes from work and it's coming in a regular way, that is your income. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is what an income is. We have like we have liability. We have asset. Okay, super. So then, you know, you you came up. You said that um, the level should be. You shouldn't be too. It's not too high. But you know, if I'm thinking of the financial world and the finance and finance in general, for me, find the financial world, taxation finance, income, etc., etc. For me, that's like a completely alien world. I have someone who does that for me. I have my wife who happily goes, does a tax declaration when she has time to do it. Mm-hmm. For me, the financial world becomes like a sort of very foggy, very obscure world in which I don't understand anything, even as a native. So what sort of level would you say that non-native, that non-native should be or learners should be to be able to uh, th- w- read this book? Well, in my, I will say like intermediate, upper intermediate. Okay, so B1, B2. Mm, B, B2. Mm-hmm. B2. B1, B2, correct. Okay. B1, B2. Okay, okay. And if I were to be, say, sort of borderline A2, B1, would I be able to pick up anything out of this book? For A1, it will be very difficult. Yeah. They will, they, yes, There's, they will be, be struggling. Yeah. A2s? A2B1? A2B1, yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so basically anyone who is who who is not a complete beginner of the English language, who's not a complete beginner, oh, get out the word, come on, this, <laughs> I can't get the word out. Complete beginner should not, be reading this book. Right. For a complete beginner, yes, it will be a pain to read this book. Even though the topic is in, could might be interested, interesting sorry, for, uh, for them, still it's not like the ideal book for a beginner. Okay. Super. Super. Right. Let's round this one up. Give me some quick and easy takeaways from the, from this book, The Total Money Makeover. For me, a good takeaway was uh, that we should always plan our financial future. It doesn't matter how uh, young or old you are. <laughs> Better if you do it when you are young, be- you know, before your 20, uh, 25th, something. Uh, because you uh, you don't have so many responsibilities, yeah. right? But if you happen to start at an older age, then know that you should avoid um, credit cards. Yeah. Uh, think about things like if I cannot pay it in cash, I should not buy it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't apply for a home, of course. Uh, <laughs> that is the only exception uh, that the book. Uh, mentions yep. well and that definitely when you in, in the book he speaks about um, 
the gazelle attitude. You know, gazelles are these very fast and they're fast. creatures. They're fast, but they're a little crazy. Yes, exactly. So we should have the gazelle attitude when getting off that. Like trying to, every single money, the, every single income money that we make, either from a job or a side job or a side hustle, that's another <laughs> terminology that um, learners find interesting. Um, a side hustle is simply, you know, an extra job yeah. that, that you have, uh, should put first towards your debts. The other takeaway, it's about emergency funds. I just, mm. that's interesting. You, you just think that's very interesting that you say that because I have it here in front. I have here a seven baby steps of the total money makeover. And the very first one that they come up with, the very first one that is mentioned here, is to save a $1,000 beginner emergency fund. Can you just can you just elaborate on this for me? Yes, when he speaks about the 1000 emergency fund, hmm. and like I said, it's the beginner emergency fund. That is, uh, for example, if your car breaks down, that is like to have money if your car breaks down, if you need to replace a fridge or you need to, you know, things that happens that we don't know that they are going to happen. Yeah. Instead of putting that to your credit card, yeah. okay, you try to work to have this uh, emergency fund there. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you're trying to get off that. That is the, the, the aim of that book. Yeah. If you how to get off that. So you're trying to get off that. And then this happens, you are not going to add yeah. another if this, is, if this happens. So, so it's basically like a backup. It's like a backup should any of your appliances, should anything completely go wrong, should anything you know possibly ever go wrong, then there is sort of like a backup. There is a backup plan for it. That is correct. Oh. That is your backup. Okay. So then he, he then says step two, which you said quite quite right is get out of debt using the debt snowball what is a debt snowball because if i think of a snowball and um, it rolls mm -hmm. correct it rolls and it gets bigger and bigger okay so, so in this book when they speak about the, the debt snowball it's attacking each debt in his way because there are different point of views but in his point of view, you should take uh, the debt that is larger. I mean, uh, that has the the great the yes the, the greatest interest rate. Yeah. And attack that first. So instead of paying just the minimum to that, put a little bit more, and then the rest just pay the minimum. Once you finish with that, whatever money it's uh, whatever money you are left with you are going to go with the next one until you create this snowball of money that money that you are using for other debts that are now gone you are going to use it to pay off the next ones okay so that well, is uh basically the, that snowball that that it mentions okay so then number three is save a proper emergency fund that is three to six months of expenses Mm -hmm. 
exactly. That is uh, their ideal once uh, you are, you should never stop building your, according to, the, to, the, to him, you should never stop building your emergency fund. Mm. You should always, even though you're paying it, you're putting five to 10% of your income into that emergency fund. So if, for example, you, you get jobless, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, we had a terrible, we, we had two years ago, we were in experience where a lot of people were jobless and they didn't know yeah. that this was coming. So what would you do? Well, that's, you know, that is why. I guess you'd have to invest in trying to, you know, in a, perhaps um, further education maybe or or doing a diploma or something like this. You know, that, God forbid that would happen to anyone, you know, <laughs> you know, God forbid that would happen to me, you, any other English, English as a second, you know, second language teacher. This for me is a, is the complete nuclear, is a nuclear option that I'd lose my job, you know, because God forbid that one day we will never be able to teach English because there'll be a robot that does this for us. But what would you do in this situation? So he he gives ideas also on what can you do if mm. you lose your job. Yeah. Uh, there are like side jobs, delivery delivery uh, drivers, Uber drivers, for example. Yeah. Um, you can also learn a learn skill that you don't have to go to a school, you know, for that. Uh, let's say that you learn how to bake or how to cook and then, you know, get an income from that, from those skills that sometimes are necessary or, or are useful in yeah. a situation like that where you lose your income. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to drop in a, I'm just going to move on from here to the next uh, one, which one, which is relevant for me at least pay off the home early. Like pay. pay off the home early. So if you own a house, you... early. Yeah. All right. So once you are, once you're done with your snowball, yeah, that is the only debt that you should have. Yeah. So there is a he he gave us a plan how to pay off your home early, and it's basically for anyone who have already paid three to four years of a mortgage yeah. that is the ideal because it, normally after the fourth year I don't know I don't know in the UK <laughs> but in the US banks have that regulation yeah. that you can pay off more to the like to the capital or you know to the to the uh, loan itself yeah. after your fourth year during the first year you're basically paying interest yeah. and they even impose some penalties uh if you pay before the fifth year of, of the mortgage yeah so uh, basically it's saying okay you had this all this money that what you were using to pay off that now you are going to pay your mortgage yeah early so that is what what he refers um using this extra money that you are using to pay other debts, put it in the mortgage, Sweet. put it into the mortgage. 
Super. Well, I might go and do that then. <laughs> I might go and start doing that then. <laughs> I might go and do and, this. Yeah, and, and when we were reading this, we were saying, well, this sounds easy. Yeah. Um, in the practice, obviously, it's harder <laughs> because we're all humans. <laughs> we have emotions. Definitely, we say, oh, you know what? I don't need to pay my mortgage in, in 15 years or in 10 years. I think I can for one more year of mortgage <laughs> you know and take that vacation which yeah. is another uh, thing that he mentions is not that you are not going to take vacations or entertain yourself while you are in this in this plan yeah. um, but even that should be planned even that should be in the budget yeah super Nadia and the Latikas, how can we find you on social media? Where can we find you? What have you? What can you offer to us if we're learning English? Okay, well, my Instagram is English with Noreen. That's two in two two e's. Sorry, English with Noreen. Yeah. And I offer uh, intermediate le uh, learners my speaking club. And some one-on-one -on -one classes. I say some because the schedule is not so uh, broad for that. Yeah. Uh, but anyone who is in intermediate level and needs help uh, in conversational, uh, that's what I'm here for. Super. We'll find all your details in the magical box below this episode. I'm drawing a box with my fingers here that no one can see, but you'll find all the details in this box here below this episode. Super. No leen, no digas. Muchas gracias por tu, por tu tiempo. De nada. You're very welcome. Tommy, thank you for the invitation. I feel really uh, excited, like I told you, to be here and very honored to be in your podcast. Thank, thank you. Very, so thank you for you. Thank you for taking the time to bring something which even I, as a native speaker, might now go and read. So thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. And you, dear listeners, can you now take something out of this? Do you, you now know what the word liability is in terms of finance and the word for assets? And you also know what an income is, if you didn't know them by now. You'll join me again very soon for another episode of the English Podcast with Tommy. It's another goodbye from Panama City. Noreen, see you guys. I hope that you enjoy this episode as well. And it's another goodbye from me. Goodbye now.